1045, 1st of May, 2022. Wisdom is not to keep going around in circles. Wisdom is to see the whole and all the parts. Wisdom is to see that whole and the continuity of its movement. I had, I would say around 30 to 40 post-it notes above my bed, different topics. Vernon, how the smoke dances, naked verdict, and uh, me, through all of them, in all of them. and understanding intelligence. Whenever I write for something in any of them, I feel like it's I'm writing it for me. I'm writing it from myself, reorganizing all these words and the meaning that I see behind them and consolidating them in those places. I did a shroom trip, um, not this Friday, but the Friday before. And was it the Friday before? Nope, on the 15th of April, still mention it. So two whole weeks ago. And I looked at those post-its. I was alone at home and I let the whole of that experience come to and through me for the sequence I was going through and the pattern of thought that I was in was doubt overthinking thinking unclearly towards many things and how I left myself to those things how sleep to me was a kind of escape that I hoped would someday wake me up and let me feel like I know what the problem and its solutions are and sleep would only push things further in a sense it was never solving sleep has its benefits sleep is good So I was crying, I was banging my knees on, on the ground, jumping, uh, snot was falling from my nose. And I was looking at myself in the mirror, I was, uh, and I was saying things like, my eyes, my eyes, like I have been showing them dirt I've been dirtying my eyes for no reason but immature attachment and want in many things that were not me, trying to see things that aren't there or 
looking at things out of pure curiosity or want of experience, right? And it doesn't sound so right, but it felt like my eyes, my eyes, my eyes, all that I've been doing to them and my thoughts and, and the air in me and, and all the things that I was trying to carry all the damn time all these sentences that people say that I'm like all these formulations that come all these people that are and all these things that they try to explain and in those moments as, as genuinely as they are and they say them and I'm trying to be and know that so much to know my knowing all of it I looked at the top of my bed and I was removing those notes cleaning up and I was crying and I saw and one of those notes one of the higher ones on top of my bed was please let me know wisdom please let me know wisdom please let me know wisdom and I looked at it and I don't know what I felt exactly then in that moment but it felt to me that either the pain that I was going through was a part of that getting to know wisdom in a way that I knew wisdom all along in another way that I would never ever 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 actually know it in a way all those things and in a way none of that nothing lasts forever so that everything may continue my thoughts my voice can understanding exist outside of words the fear of seeing that people look like you but they're saying something else. Military service, but instead a cleaning military service, where instead of you had to go do six months to a year in the military, you want three to four months, uh, a quarter of a year every year for three years, you have to spend cleaning a different part of the world instead of a fucking military service ideas for a better world yeah. <sighs> oh how different a human boy a newborn baby is different from the act of sex itself between man and woman again on the same note the tune of a guitar from a player and the strings how different that tune is from the player his fingers and the strings looking for femininity in others finding femininity in self one of the ones that was really, really high on top, written larger. You're a teacher. 
Let me know, wisdom, please. Let me know, wisdom, please. Let me know, wisdom, please. Why do you think you need to be better when all you need to do is sleep? Words aren't like rocks. Words are like fine wood. I thought of that, though. I want to judge it again. I want to remember it. You've already judged it, didn't you? I should write my random thoughts every time I'm in the bathroom. There's no now to attach. There's no non... There's no benefit to attach? Not sure. Who I am tonight is the gift I give my future. Wow. This one is nice. <laughs> Who I am tonight is the gift I give my future. Holy shit. Is this my version of it? Is this my verdict? I'm naked. I'm falling. Is this? I have to be dream. The void in me. Ground nearing. Light and the distance between us. Response time makes it irrelevant. They're where they need to be. In sleep, all these things are going to hurt you. I think I wrote this in relation to a dream I had of my housemates. Throwing snakes between me and him. And me feeling like I'm hurt every time he's bitten. And now I'm interpreting it as the guy was really hurting me a lot, very often. Even if he didn't know it. But I told him more than once. He would say things that are he just he would just say it to irritate me you know or to poke at me it's in his nature you know and i would always tell him like it's just unnecessary for you to say that to me you know and he'd say oh but i don't mean it even if i say it like that and now i'm just learning more and more that it, it doesn't matter to me if you mean it or not and if i think you know he would say it and i would ignore it because i know that in a way he behind it doesn't mean it but to me just don't fucking say that you know even if you don't mean it just don't have that part of you there I, I've t told you many times that I dislike it you know even if I can move past it and not attach to it it's unnecessary you you infiltrate and add things to my thoughts that just don't need to be there at all let me notice noticing and tell you about <laughs> what it's like let me notice noticing and tell you what it's like I like this one a lot <laughs> um, waking up and meditating 10 minutes just to feel like I know my knowledge I don't want to be addicted to food sometimes you don't want to be reminded of some dreams 
that writer, that a writer would create metaphors of himself to myself and others. I love stories, I write stories. Isn't it appropriate for a writer to make a metaphor of his life, of himself? I was talking to my friend today, Mahmoud of Ushbara. We had dinner, we had lunch really together and then went to a club, Sisyphus, and they let us in at Sunday at like 6 p.m. You know, <laughs> we didn't want to go in, we just wanted to see how the vibe is like when we wanted to go in, you know, doing that practice round till when the real thing happens. And um, I was thinking about how I was creating stories in my head. How I, we were talked about religion, and I'm telling him like, I'm trying to see things from the basis of what can't be denied is true. And one of the things that can't be denied is true is that human beings like stories and like to live with them and by them. And uh, a part of me is always trying to detach from story, right? A part of me lately telling myself, I tell things to myself in my head, you know, I think you do too. And one of the things I keep telling myself is recently I've been feeling like I'm really passive. I'm really passive, like when there's something happening, if there's a conflict, I would just sit there and be passive in a sense. Even though like sometimes I'm like within my passivity, I, I react to what's in front of me, you know, and that reaction should be, I'm trying to hone it to an intuition. But the last while I've had a conflict in regard to that passivity and reaction to things. In a sense, I want it to be yang. I want it to be the controlling factor, the factor that would stand there, look and say, and that thing would be done. So like today, when we were entering the club, just a light example, uh, the guy, there were three bouncers, two, about three meters, two meters a bit away from the main guy. So the main guy looks at the guys behind them. They have some kind of communication that I barely see, maybe a nod or something. And then he starts telling us a reason to why we can't come inside. Like Sundays are usually for people who have a stamp already from Friday or Saturday. So sorry, you can't come in. So I'm like, cool. That to me immediately in my intuition and soul of soul sounded like bullshit. And particularly because like while he was saying that sentence the other guy was already opening the door to be like get out you know uh, and to me it was about gathering information right it wasn't about anything else so i was like oh, okay cool that we can't come in uh but uh, when do you recommend that we do you know come because if, if he opened the line of communication, if you want to create an excuse to why I can't come instead of telling me like, hey, you're just guys, you're, you suck, whatever. Sometimes people don't have to need the reason to anything. Um, I asked him, yeah, when can we come? And he's like, yeah, maybe Friday or Saturday you'd have better luck, you know? And I'm like, cool, thanks. And I was leaving. The two guys at the back, one of them was like really fat and the other guy was uh, thin. He opened the door and he was letting it out. I was like, oh, wait, I have a question. How much does it cost to enter? He's like, he just looked at me and shook his head. 
I was already outside of the place and the door was open. And then the fat guy stands up and he's like, can't you, t- can't you see you have to leave right now? I was like, oh, I already left, you know, but I'm just asking how, how much is it costing? Ah, oh, but you have to leave. And he, he just shouted. I don't have to say it like verbatim how he was, but he was just like this nervous old, uh, I, would, I would say he's like 35, maybe. Uh, fatter, probably very, very unhealthy and unhappy person finding happiness in all the wrong things um, shouting at me for no reason you know and I was like okay ask maybe try to ask another time I didn't like my passivity did not change at all uh, and then um, observing how everyone else is acting then the guy closed the door and he left like the thin guy wasn't like crazy angry he was just saying oh but you have to leave the other guy was like really loud for absolutely no reason um then I left and then I asked the girl outside, like, hey, how much does it cost? She's like, yeah, between 15 and 20. I was like, cheers. And left. But um, the young part of me is like, when this guy told me, the first, first, first guy, not the guy shouting, the guy, the guy shouting doesn't matter. The other guy who told me that bullshit, I would have been happy to just look at the guy and tell him, oh, but that sounds to me like complete, utter bullshit. You know, and is that right to say and do, just to show some aggression, or is it just insecurity to think I have to say something like that? Is it is it right that within passivity can be the greatest kind of strength? Because I learned a lot, I saw what I needed to see, I and I left. So it's like these things when I when I notice something, or feel like something should happen how much of a active force is there that's also neutral instead of a passive neutral an active neutral you know um and i'm thinking right now like I've, this is this has been a common theme in my head for a, a few days maybe longer and i wonder if in a, in its own way that's right to think like oh i need to have more yang in my life is that Yang just being unsure of how it should manifest itself, you know, and therefore ruining its own chances? I'm gonna turn off the lights because I'm gonna be sleeping soon. Um, and I was meditating about two, two, three hours ago, and I was, I was just thinking to myself, with the meditation, just came very clean. How. I should come to terms with my own passivity and appreciate and uh, embody, absorb, manifest that as, as much as I can when I can. And within its own self, Yang would come. And in a way, like I'm saying it in these terms, but I'm a human being living a life, interacting with people, wanting or not wanting things considering different aspects of different people that are around me and what I tell them and and how I'm trying to be honest but also understand the wants and needs that I have in myself you know that I'm trying to to understand and grow from yesterday it's a Saturday yesterday was a Saturday and Friday night my my Friday my company Saturday sorry let me just put the week in a bit of uh, you know more more together um 
yeah and this is one other thing like i feel like a part of me just really wants to be documenting what the fuck's been going on and it's weak and i don't know how best to do that probably in my calendar end of the week going back to the past uh i've been reading a book called wie kriege ich meine sachen erledigt which is like how do i finish my things and it's a book written in german about a guy who's like uh, saying things about productivity very 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 well so i've been reading that in german and i feel like it's the book that i needed to be reading i'm reading the um, the wolf of wall street book uh, the guy wrote wrote a book called the bottom line selling or something like that I'm reading that too just to get better a bit at selling um but yeah thursday friday my company had like a kind of camp so we had a virtual kind of camp on thursday and then friday uh, they had uh we had a meeting in a hotel and then afterwards we i went and watched the batman in the cinema because it finished at four and then this film finished at seven and then i walked 100 meters and i got to the hotel that uh, the party was happening at and not a hotel it's a club a rooftop type of club that they rented out it was nice actually and then went to watergate with some with my housemate and norwegian guys that met us at the line for kit kat <laughs> so funny man and i took my shirt off in the line and they didn't let me in i was stupid and uh, we went to watergate and it was nice i met a guy called um richard R- richard richard and uh, he was really cool 33 year old uh, or 32 i think 33 year old um, guy from new york and he was so down to earth spoke to him about everything really he gave me just the purest cleanest advice and we danced together and then uh, anyways i really like me to have met him, having met him then we were going back home um like six in the morning seven in the morning me and my housemates which i think is funny and uh i woke up at 11 i was watching doctor strange i bought disney plus <laughs> at, 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 at like uh seven or eight in the morning after coming back home from a crazy night like that but it felt good not sleeping for so long letting my conscious brain just have more time to be itself you know and i want to experiment with that reality of sleep deprivation and, and fasting from it you know i seem to like prolonging extreme things um And then I at 11 or 12 or whenever I went I did some errands and then I went to to uh to a library bookstore and spoke to a few girls. I don't I don't remember what I was what I wanted to say when it comes to any of this. But yeah, right. I had a situation where one of the girls that I was talking to went well and we were talking about books and I offered her like there's this one book I think you would really like I'm happy to lend it to you you know and then she came over and sat in my apartment we had tea she chilled played guitar and my guitar she was a jazz musician she's from Amsterdam she's 20 years old I'm 25 I found her really cute I would have liked to kiss her you know um, and it's something that I think about a lot in whatever sense 
And at some point, you know, I looked at her. She was playing guitar and humming at the same time. And I was like, oh, this is really pretty how she's humming. You know, I could just get up. You know how like it's like in movies, the guy gets up really slow, really. He's so handsome. And then he just looks at her and she can't resist. And he kisses her and she kisses him back. This is what was happening in my head, you know, this story. Uh, but like in real life, I, I, I've just been I've just been going through so much within myself and everything that it just didn't feel like it's something like I could do, you know, from me. So by the end of it, I looked at her and I was like, listen, uh, just what's been on my mind right now is um, I've been wanting to kiss you. And I'm, I've been tending to overthink the last while and I'm not sure how to, you know, go about it. And then, oh, the insecurity that she showed, you know, un unbelievable uh, about how her ex-boyfriend broke her heart and whatever and how she her situation in Berlin and... Uh, how she only kisses people she falls in love with, you know. And to me, like, uh, and how she's she then threw it like really, and it it's it's stung in a way where I'm like, do I want to see it or do I not want to see it? But she's like, oh, but like maybe aside from all of that, if I were interested, maybe I would have uh, done it. And she's talking, and to me, it's like two things. To me, it's like how much that of what you're saying right now is even true to yourself in the grand perspective of anything considered wise and should I have just really just kissed you instead of fucking try to open up a conversation with you you know like how much how how much am I uh, learning from this you know would I learn more from having this kind of conversation with you right now or would I learn more from doing that action and satisfying uh, physical pleasure and where does each one of those things take me? And I th that's how I somehow saw it, because at the end, I didn't give her any of the books, and she left. And I was thinking, like, I wouldn't have minded actually lending her the books, you know? She seems like a cool cool person, but, you know, to what extent do you, do you want someone in your life? And uh, how often would I end up even seeing her? So I messaged her, I was like, hey, listen, I'm sorry I didn't give you any of the books. I'd be happy to be friends, you know, I, I can be around you and not want to do anything. She's like, oh, no, if uh, if that's, you know, if, if we were hanging out, all I'd think about is uh, that you want to sleep with me, you know. And to me, it's like, then that's like something for her that she needs to learn from and grow. Like, I remember when I was 20, I like, wow, you know, the next five, the, between 20 and 25, you, you, you learn a few things. You go through some things, you know. Um, and for me, like, I guess, like, what I'm trying to really say is I learned more from not doing anything with her than doing anything with her, you know. And if she were to any extent more often in my life, how good would that be for me? Where would my attention then go? Uh, how much would I be addicted to something again unreal uh, she's not going to like seeing what I've seen from her hearing her like how I heard her She she's not going to grow in the same direction or soulful, soulful way that I'm growing and need to keep growing in you know although she's passionate about her own thing still there's a lack of uh, sharpness a lack of knife which is necessary and people like uh, you came home with a guy that's 25 and who just spoke to you in a library and you were surprised that he 
would have liked to kiss you when but like i only wanted to kiss her when i saw that she was playing guitar and and humming alongside of it in such a pretty way and then i was like nice but i also want to be the kind of guy who's just very neutral about this uh reality like whatever happens between us i'm fine either way and that's the truth when i had the dinner with uh with with my friend mahmoud today with the lunch I could tell this guy anything about what's happening in my life, you know, and he would listen to it so heartfully and he would relate to it so well. He would empathize with it so well and he'd give me his opinion about it so lovingly and there was nothing there was nothing for me to to fear, there was nothing for me to try and change. He every perspective he gave me was a perspective for me to grow. Uh, unlike this person who is stuck in their own lives and would never be able to see me in the same way that this friend of mine sees me. And then the question is, what kind of person do you want in your life? What kind of person do you can you be compared to who you're spending your time with? Part of me has been reflecting people back to themselves in a way, like when I see someone, I end up overacting a certain aspect of myself compared to what I see in them. How accurate that is in wh- who and what they really are is, is, of course, you know, fucking crazy debatable. But uh, I want to. I, I don't want to be so so like I'm. I'm always going to be that in one way or another. But I don't need to over anything because of anyone. And the more I live, the more that over being for no reason will decrease. You know, that's that's to me wise. So. Khulasa summed up how much am I going to be really learning from all these things, all these people and energies around me. I'm no longer talking to my housemates, Slavian or Ekta. I don't want to talk to them about anything. All I've been seeing and when I've been reflecting on it a lot is more hypocrisy in his way of thinking compared to the way he's acting and how certain things fundamentally are just not right. Uh, how he creates a very very comfortable bubble for himself and he although he doesn't live an easy life he's a Lieferando courier he rides his bike everywhere uh he just listens to podcasts all day and then just has conversations he has perspective but he does not go in any 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 single direction in himself that um would require a different kind of effort that he's not used to giving you know he doesn't go out of his way to explore new in a way that's really really beneficial i i'm addicted to transformation i've noticed this you know since the shroom trip uh realized a week later i had a down and i think that down came from i'm not having another transformation some of the older patterns that i thought that the shroom trip cleaned out were coming back uh, again, I would see, and I was like, "Wow!" So it's like those, those, <laughs> like I'm addicted to transformation and thought and action and, and life and art and business. I want to radically, drastically have everything be different. Um, and some people just aren't like that, you know. Most people just aren't like that. Um, everyone has their nature. And the more you can accept that some some people have things in their nature and those things in their nature are are going to always be there. 
and just show themselves in different ways and different quantities. Accept that ASAP. And uh, don't let it affect you so much. And however way you wanna want it not to affect you is up for you to figure out. Yeah. So yeah, um, just that you know, in a way, allow myself to be in my passivity and see how that character in me develops within that. Instead of thinking I have to force a certain kind of forcefulness that works because that's how I've been feeling I've been feeling like I need to force a certain kind of forcefulness so it works but all I've been doing was moving things aside even subconsciously like I would I would ruin my chances with the girl subconsciously I would feel just to try with the next one and see how the next one could be could be and start off even more genuinely than the last you know and through all of them I learn and through a loss you learn so 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 much more than a win and I've been sort of forcing those losses and then hurting myself for them you know and blaming myself for them and being like but if I and but if I and if I were more patient if I were uh if I didn't think too much, if I just relaxed, if I just, 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 times a million, alongside of, oh, I need to finish this book and that book and that book and this idea and that formulation. And then I'd get an idea, like this military service thing, instead of military service, a cleaning service that's mandatory. And then I'm pretty sure that after that, the streets are all going to be clean because everyone spent time cleaning an ocean somewhere. That's how the world should be like, and I need to be writing this ASAP. So when I foc- that's what I want to focus on now. So I'm organizing myself a lot better now. Like I have an application, a to-do application, where I'm putting different kinds of types of tasks, and then uh, I want to dedicate on my calendar times where I sit on these tasks, and those kinds of tasks actually, and then do them, um, which are all different. Sometimes it's creative, sometimes it's it's more labor. Uh, whatever that might be you know and uh, then have my calendar send me notifications on my phone when when it's when it's necessary and then see how I do those things when I do them so that's how I'm gonna start doing it and I think I'm gonna drop Vernon I even I have a discord group where I invited a lot of people that I know in my writing life and one of them Charlie uh, Anthony just sent me a message there in the general chat He's like, when is the is there any updates? And I'm like, yeah, I'll finish the first draft in six weeks and have sent to an editor. And realistically, like, if I dropped everything else and that's all I had to do, I could have a first draft, you know, in six weeks or two months. Uh, but that was just unrealistic. It was just me in my head being like very happy to try and think like, if I set this deadline, I'll I'll force and change things. And then I in my head started like repacking my calendar and being like, what's important and what's not important how I can dedicate my evening solely for this thing and and my weekends solely for it, you know, and, and things like that. Um, but, you know, it, like the next day I was like, but no way, you know, and there's so much other stuff I have to do. There's so much I still have to learn, you know, if I'm thinking about writing, I'm not learning. Uh, but if I'm writing, I'm learning. If I'm reading a book about writing, 
ha, I'm learning, not as effectively as writing, but if I'm reading topics that are really interesting to me, like uh, I saw a book in the in the library called uh, Wayfinding, and another one uh, talking to strangers, or some videos on YouTube explaining psychology, or uh, some questions about things in politics. You know, like how much how much power does a president really have? How much power? How how do pub parties like debate against each other, and why do decisions take such a crazy long time to to happen? Like just fundamentally get to these things. But like what what bother what bothers me primarily about this, uh, you know? Okay, I I need to be learning a lot, and through that learning, I can be writing really good things. But fundamentally, I have political fundamentals that I follow things on, and I need to write those down. But also learn the things that I don't know about politics, so that idea f- formulates itself more wholly, you know. But is it really necessary for it to be that whole? In a sense that I have to know so much more than what I already know to have a. I have my opinion, and I think it's based on on things. But like I haven't explored that honestly, and that's what I should be focusing on with my writing. How honest can I be? So with the with the with that with the idea that I've been holding on to so many things, um, I had another idea about how a government should do a specific thing, right? And uh, I don't know if I wrote it down or I did. I don't think I did. But then I have the gap in myself where I'm like, I should be remembering this. There was a good idea or a good feeling or a good vibe in this story or that story or this uh, this writing or that and. I felt it then, and it was real, and I, I, it felt like it opened up a space in me and for me, and now it's not there, and I'm not sure what it is. I feel this often, you know? Um, but also, it's went away and came, it went away and came back often, and it often comes back in interesting times, like very often when I'm writing, when it's flow and when it's working, the thing that I need to come, that I completely forgot, out of sight, out of mind, is gonna come when it needs to come, and then the writing is all the more beautiful because of it. And you know, you gotta be happy with ADHD sometimes, right? Because uh, as much as I, I let's say, have to push through with some things about how I'm like to be more of an idea of how I want to be or how I, an idea of how I'm like, um, it just allows me to be cr- crazy creative and and. Uh, drastic in ways other people can't be at all ever yeah sometimes you don't want to be reminded of some dreams the writer ends up creating metaphors of himself things can create space in you if you manage it right as well. I want to think about how I can rearrange some things in my atmosphere, the kind of information I'm, I have access to. Like when you when you get a message on WhatsApp and it's the name of someone you know, uh, at least me, a part of my brain goes into thinking what the message could be or the idea of the person sticks with me again. And what if that happens with writing, you know, with the post-it notes or a random reminder that hits you on your phone or a random photo that you, you ha- like in some 
uh, Vernon folders and the folder thing I'm writing, I have uh, pictures. And some of these pictures inspire me to, to write in a certain direction, you know? Um, how can you have those things bombard you in a way that activates your creativity to re-enter this place again? I feel like I've written enough for Vernon that it will always k allow me to keep adding stuff in, you know? And uh, to fill in the puzzle pieces in the way that will make the story work. Then it's just about me more and more finding my method and, and learning more perspective of how the characters are. And the other day I was sitting down cooking and I was looking at the water boiling. I was boiling it for my nasal rinsing that I've been doing because of the allergies. And uh, I was just looking at the water boiling and thinking about Alan Watts saying, if you watch water boil, uh, a, a pot watched is never going to boil or something like that. And I was just looking at it so, so, so well and seeing like bubbles starting to form at the bottom and how the boiling water is not the same as the neutral, normal water. And they're both very completely different things. And I was thinking about how Vernon could be standing there in his kitchen looking at water boiling. But also he has an induct induction oven. He has an induction oven and... Uh, the water boils really quickly with an induction oven and then he's like I'm grateful for having an induction oven uh, my day goes through with a lot of these things uh, character and uh, how his uncle taught him something or how he should be the uncle actually or living through this life with a million stories passing through my head and trying to hold on to everything in my life so that these stories can happen and hopefully I know wisdom throughout all of that journey. And then it's the circle again, you know? But wisdom is not to keep in the circle. <laughs>